So the European Union is in the news a lot right now because the British are trying desperately to break free from its iron grip. But we need to understand how we got here if we want to understand what's really going on. Because, you know, back in the 1950s, uh, if they had told people, hey, we're going to take away your national sovereignty, we're going to take away your right to govern yourselves as independent nations, and we are going to impose a federal super state over which you'll have no control over you and uh, you know dozens of other European countries, they would have been laughed out of the room. I mean, they might have been locked up in the loony bin, right? Because it's, it's absolutely crazy. And yet that's exactly what happened. So after World War II, the, uh, the uh, globalists got together and they sold a giant bill of goods to the Europeans. They said, oh, we, we just want a coal and steel community. So we're just going to create a few European institutions. And, uh, you know, don't worry, everybody's still going to govern themselves. We're all still going to be independent nations. But we're going to merge our, our coal and our steel industries together so that we don't fight against each other anymore. Isn't that cute? And uh, the Europeans, you know, not expecting their political leadership to be liars, said, oh, OK, well, we'll go along with that. Over the years, they got bolder and bolder and bolder. So they created the, the, the European Economic Community. And then it was just the European Community. And then it was the European Union, right? Piece by piece by piece, they took away more and more sovereignty to the point now where the European Union is building its own military. They've got their own law enforcement agencies. They've got their own intelligence agency. They have got all sorts of government institutions. They've got courts, right? They've got a fake parliament that looks a little bit like a parliament, but of course doesn't make decisions like a parliament. And so you now have created a supranational government, almost an empire over the peoples of Europe. And they did it all by lying every step of the way, right? Every time they took away more sovereignty, they said, oh, we respect your sovereignty uh, and just Little piece by little piece, they eroded it to the point now where the vast majority of the laws that the people of Europe live under uh, are developed in Brussels, right, by the European Commission, which is the primary legislative body of the European Union. So it's very, very dangerous what's happened in Europe. And it's very manipulative, too. You know, I was actually living in France when they were asked to vote on the European Constitution. Just to give you an example of how this is so corrupt, how it's just all based on lies and fraud. So in France and in the Netherlands, when they were trying to impose this EU constitution on the once sovereign, independent peoples of Europe, on the nation states of Europe, they said, hey, we want this constitution. But the French decided to vote on it and the Dutch decided to vote on it. And in both cases, they voted no. I mean, not just no, they voted heck no. And so what happened? Did the European elite say, oh, I guess the people don't want a European Union constitution. I guess we'll just back off and we'll just let them, uh, you know, keep doing what they're doing. Of course, they didn't say that. Right. Uh, they went back to the drawing board. They renamed this abomination the, uh, the Lisbon Treaty. They retained over 95 percent of the exact same stuff that was in the Constitution, and they imposed it on them anyway, only this time they didn't ask them what they thought. Right. So there was no vote. They just pretended like it was a treaty. And they ratified it without asking the people what they thought. So this is par for the course when it comes to these supranational institutions. And again, every step of the way, they told people, oh, don't worry, you still are going to be sovereign. You're still going to be an independent nation. Now they have their own currency, right? The euro, uh, which they're trying to suck more nations into. Uh, this is 
very, very dangerous. Freedom is not going to survive under these conditions. You know, one of the reasons that Europe did develop uh, the amount of political freedom that it did over the years was precisely because it was a land of many sovereign nations and had sovereign jurisdictions. So there was a lot of competition between the jurisdictions. If your national government be, or your prince or whatever became too despotic, all you had to do was pack up and move 100 miles away and you'd be in a new country where the, the leadership was not so despotic and where the taxes were more reasonable and where you could worship God uh, according to the dictates of your own conscience, according to your understanding of the Bible. So this really helped freedom to flourish in Europe. Now, as we move the other direction, we're seeing freedom being eroded at a frightening pace. So you, the EU has now developed all these uh, censorship programs to censor the internet. They've required all these social media giants to censor uh, what people are allowed to say. You have uh, intergovernmental cooperation where, you know, a German said, hey, I don't like mass migration. Well, quick, break down his door, right? All this is going now through the European Union. Uh, now the European Union is extracting more and more tax money. They've got all the farmers dependent on European subsidies, and they have publicly announced their intention to become a European empire with a European army with total and complete power. Nation states would be essentially administrative units in charge of implementing decisions made by unelected bureaucrats in Brussels. Uh, this is not sustainable. In fact, this is monstrous, very, very dangerous. And uh, as we saw, there's really no escaping, right? The, the British people, more British people voted to leave the European Union than have ever voted for anything in all of British history, right? There has never been so many people in Britain voting for one thing as there were voting for Brexit. And so what happens? Well, they are doing everything possible to, pre to prevent a Brexit, to keep the poor British people ensnared under the boot of Brussels. And this is just the start, right? Uh, this is just the beginning. As we mentioned uh, in another episode we did of Behind the Deep State, uh, these regional governments really form uh, the foundation of the emerging new world order. And they've told us this on multiple occasions. You have, uh, for example, the African Union in Africa. Now, Putin is building the Eurasian Union. Uh, in Southeast Asia, they have the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. Uh, in Latin America, they have the Union of South American States and a whole bunch of other ones, right? Mercosur and uh, uh, the Andean Trading Agreement and all these different things that they've developed, uh, the Pacific Alliance, all, all these different uh, transnational governing bodies. And of course, we have the OAS, the Organization of American States, which ensnares the entire Western Hemisphere. So uh, all these different regional governments popping up all over the world, uh, now they're trying to build the Middle East Union. And this is really how they're bringing about their globalist agenda, right? They, they, they know you can't just go straight from a world of sovereign nation states into a global government. So they figured out that the best way to do it was to go from sovereign nation states to regional governments and then from regional governments to global governance. And the European Union is the premier example, right? They, they kind of blazed a trail ahead on how do you convince people without telling them what's going on? How do you convince people to allow you to usurp their sovereignty? How do you convince people to allow them to give up their inalienable right to govern themselves, to make decisions for their own nations, for their own families, for their own peoples, and to place those authorities in the hands of unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats who don't have to run for office, who don't have to face voters, uh, who don't have to answer to really anybody. How do you do that? Well, the European Union provided the template. And they've told us over and over again that the European Union is the template. Uh, you have people like Henry Kissinger saying that the New World Order is going to be built by bringing out these regional orders, which will eventually be merged into a one world order. So this is the strategy, guys. And if you want to see how it looks, look at the European Union. Now, again, 
Americans are not immune from this, right? They have been working on this for a long time in the United States with NAFTA was kind of the foundation, right? Uh, exact same process they followed in the European Union, right? You started off with a free trade agreement. Just like in, in the EU, they started off with the European Free Trade Agreement right after the coal and steel union. Um, in America, we started off with the North American Free Trade Agreement. Uh, exact same process. You start off by setting up these transnational regulations under the guise of facilitating trade and reducing barriers to trade. Then you need uh, courts to be able to enforce these regulations. Well, you know, what if an American company invests in Mexico and then they don't, uh, you know, the Mexicans don't live up to their end of the deal? Well, we need transnational courts to be able to sort those things out. So that is what they've done to the people of Europe. And now you see the EU imposing all kinds of crazy policies on the people of Europe, right? Open borders. The people of Europe don't want open borders. In fact, even in the open borders countries, in, in Germany, the people overwhelmingly reject open borders. The people overwhelmingly reject the mass migration. So what does the EU do? They say, oh, well, now all the countries need to do this. Right now we let in uh, millions and millions and millions of people from North Africa, the Middle East, uh, you know, millions of Muslims who have cultures that are completely different from the traditional Christian European cultures that have existed there uh, for centuries, in some cases millennia. So what do we do? Now we're going to redistribute the migrants. We're going to force Hungary to take some. We're going to force Poland to take some. We're going to force uh, the Czech Republic to take some against their will. Right? Um, this is what's happening, folks. Now the, uh, the European Union imposed gun control. Right? They, they forced the countries with less strict. They even forced non-members to impose gun control. Right? Uh, just recently, the Swiss were, uh, were bullied and terrorized by the European Union into adopting gun control. The EU basically threatened them with a wide array of different threats that if they didn't implement stricter gun control, including you know gun registries and, and more background checks and more controls over firearms, then uh, they were not going to be allowed to do certain things with the EU. So the EU, again, has become a monster. It is the template for what's going to come to the entire planet if we're not careful. Brexit shows very clearly uh, what happens when you try to leave. It's like the Hotel California. You can check in, but you can never leave, right? Isn't that fun? So Americans, we need to be very, very aware of this agenda. We need to understand this agenda. We've got a lot of articles about this in the New American Magazine to help you understand, to give you a good sense of this. Uh, we, we did one years ago called EU uh, Regionalization Trump's Sovereignty. Uh, you can go read that and you can get a sense of how they deceived the people of Europe at every step of the way. Uh, and this goes back also to the Central Intelligence Agency. You know, uh, I, I wrote a book with a globalist some years ago called World Federalism 101. And, uh, and we show how the CIA played a crucial role in bringing this about. They were talking about merging the European Union with the United States to form this Atlantic Union. And the amazing thing about this is they used to be much more open about it in the 1940s and into the 1950s. They were much more open about their agenda to smash national sovereignty and to create these regional governing structures that would eventually lord it over entire nations. Again, the EU was the premier example. But then after they merged all the countries of Europe together, they wanted to merge it with the United States. They said one reason why you had to merge all of Europe together before merging with the United States is because the smaller countries of Europe would not be willing to enter into any kind of monstrosity like that, knowing that the United States would completely overpower them. But if you could get all of Europe together under one single government, uh, then it would be much easier to create this Atlantic Union, which would you know, thereby facilitate the creation of this global union. So folks, uh, national sovereignty is very, very important. That's why the deep state is waging war on it. Why? Because a world of sovereign nations is much more difficult to enslave, right? Uh, if you have independent, sovereign, self-governing nations like the United States, 
we can protect the rights and the freedoms and the economy of our people. Uh, the French can protect their own rights and their own economy, right? Uh, the Congolese can protect theirs. But once you get rid of that barrier, that, that protective layer that protects our ability to govern ourselves, that, that, that puts a check on the power of governments, uh, you suddenly open the door to enormous dangers that uh, are a threat to the freedom, not just of Americans, but to people all over the world. Folks, uh, get up to speed on this stuff. It's incredibly important. Uh, again, it's a crucial tactic of the deep state. I mean, the, the, the European Union is best understood as just a tool of the deep state. So if you want to get involved in stopping it, make sure you understand these things. Watch the episodes we did and then Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this video. Go to thenewamerican.com and subscribe there. Thanks for watching. I'm Alex Newman with Behind the Deep State. And until next week, God bless.